The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madeer, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome back to part two of the Forever Fab podcast with my guest, Michelle Richberg. Michelle. So um, a little, a few more questions about, you know, like financial wellness and savviness. What would you say is more important and may potentially provide more leverage? Either saving part of your salary or sort of taking a chunk off the top or having a side hustle to fund your savings plan. Ooh. Now, this, you know, I ask you this because I know you have a history of having just busted your bum, right? You worked three jobs while you were doing other things. So if someone is trying to think, okay, shoot, I, I have this paycheck, but it really isn't enough, but I'm going to be disciplined. I'm not going to have Starbucks every week and I'm just going to shave a, you know, off the top of that, or should they just be like, look, that's my paycheck. It's already dedicated. It's already pretty tight. Let me try to find a side hustle or something else or a second job or third job. What do you think? So I live that, right? Yes. Um, and the world of Michelle Richburg, which I know is not the answer you want to hear. <laughs> I'm going to say both. Ooh. Because I live that. Mm-hmm. So uh, a little short background is that I'm a single mom. And um, my son, who was five months from being 28. Yes. Woo. Um, wow. Congrats. Yeah, I can't even, that's why I just said I can't even believe. <laughs> um, it, it was a struggle raising him, right? So it took um, a community, as they say. And when I say that, I mean, you know, I, picking him up after school, yes. football practice, um, he was a child performer, so he had auditions. Any you right? So all of those things also cost money. Yes. Along with the physiac, you know, the physical part yeah. of getting to and fro. And I am working in a bank. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and he went to private school. Right. And and I say these things because people again. Friends, family, those are far, whatever, foes, you know, they, they, you know, they're like, oh, you live a fabulous life. Oh, and I'm like, if you only knew, and well, a lot of people do, how hard I worked yeah. back then. Yeah. And now, of course, but to do what I needed to do for my son. Yeah. Right. 
So yeah. Adrian was my motivation. Mm-hmm. I wanted Adrian to have the best education possible. He was a young black boy that I was trying to raise into the best black man possible. So I needed his environment to be everything that I thought was going to make up for that because his father was not in the house. Right. Right. And right. so we have church, we have, like I said, Harlem School of the Arts, we have athletics, we have, you know, families that we have a whole bunch of, of, of things. Yes. So what I, that I, that I thought as his mom was necessary for him to be who he is today. And I have to say, he's a pretty incredible human. I'm sure right? he is. Um, so with that being said, when I was working in the bank, I had a side hustle. Okay. So Richburg started as a side hustle. So this wow. asked that question because I used to, I started off, I, I actually started off by just doing organization for people. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it doesn't look like it, but I'm very organized. <laughs> I love that. I know where everything is. <laughs> I am very OCD. And you just have a system, right? I have a system. <laughs> and again, this is a trait that I've been my whole life. You know, when yeah. you don't recognize things until you're grown, but it, yeah. I've been that way from my closet to my make, everything. Yeah. So it first started out where I would, um, you know, again, go, you know, open up mail for people. Yeah. I would go open up their mail, sort it, shred it, leave it there for because most times they weren't home. Leave it there for you know when the kids just what you need. These are your bills, right? Basically, and this is junk mail, and this is I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. So that was that's how it started. Then it turned into bookkeeping. Wow! Because I was approached like, oh Michelle, I fired my business manager. I fired my account. Can you do my books? And I was like, what? And then, I, but I was a banker. So, right. you, have so you have a background. Debits, right? So yeah. I didn't know accounting or bookkeeping, but I know credits and debits. I know my, I know whatever. So I took a QuickBooks class. And then I reached out to, again, a business manager at the time. Um, and I asked, she was a client. And I told her, you know, what, what my opportunity was. And did she mind spending some time teaching me? And I used to go to the office on the weekends. I don't know. I did it for a few months and she taught me. So then I learned the bookkeeping skill. Mm -hmm. So then I was a bookkeeper and I don't know, I used to, you know, open up and organize people's mail. (laughs) And that's how, and it was a side hustle. And that's how my first business management client, which I think you said in the introduction was Sean. Yes. Director, uh, Sean. He's now honorable. Um, you know, he's the, he is the, he's running for prime minister of Belize. What? Yes. So, um, the rapper to politician to the politician. So he was my, um, and I just have to, Right. So he is the honorable Shine Barrow. He's the leader of wow. opposition House of Representatives of Belize. That is oh, what wow. he is doing right now. So he was my That's first crazy. business management client mm-hmm. um, 
for what everybody, I'm sure, you know, everybody knows that, you know, when he, when he got arrested and, and, you know, it was the, it was the episode in the club with Cobb right. and Jennifer Lopez in the car. So. Oh, oh right. He was, right. He was there. Yeah. He was part of that situation, that melee. And lo and behold, prime minister. I mean, prime minister. Hey. <laughs> he is the most amazing person ever. The sweetest person. He, he's, he's just amazing. So, um, he, when all of that happened, he was a client and he, and he said to me, he, he called me Shelly and most people call me, well, they call me my name, but a lot of people call me Shell. They call me Shelly. That's what he called. And he said, Shelly, you, you know, you gotta be my business manager. You gotta do, you know, and what, and I, I was like, I gotta do what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was his banker. So I, right. and me, you know, I'm banker, I'm corporate, I'm thinking compliance, I'm thinking yes, yes. interest. I'm not, I got, I started yeah. sweating just when he yeah. told me. Yeah. And it was quick phone calls and he just told me what, what needed to happen. And the bottom line was you got to take care of my family and I don't trust anybody but you. Wow. So figure it out. Yeah. That's right. So and you figured it out. I figured it out. And he was the first bit. And this is, well, this is like, 23 years ago. Before Richburg Enterprises. Before Richburg Enterprises. So again, it's one of my stories. But that was the side hustle. And I did that. I, Dr. Shirley, I did that until I quit my job to start a full-time firm in 2015. Because when I was Wendy Williams' business manager, I was still working. Wow. So even so Wendy Williams was a side That long ago. So yeah. my long answer is do both. I And I was a single mother. Yeah. Right? So I figured it out. Now, obviously, everyone's circumstances are different. It, it's yeah. it's it's isolated to your circumstance, but my advice would be, um, if you need to do that and you need to earn extra income, especially now with yeah. um, social media and everything being online, there's so many things that you could do remotely. Whether it's you know writing or you're a content creator or you're a billing specialist or this or whatever, I would yeah. say that you have to make the sacrifice, take the time, be tired, and do both. <laughs> Got it. How do you define wealth? Wealth is, um, to me, I define wealth by peace that surpasses all understanding. Ooh. I'm going to write that down. Peace that surpasses all understanding. You know what? That kind of gives a spiritual sort of vibe to wealth, which a lot of people don't really see it that way, but I really like it. I'm quoting you on that too, Ms. Richburg. And by the way, I've been resisting this for the entire podcast. I mean, how appropriate is your name? Richburg, <laughs> like the town of rich, okay? Like the center of rich, like the epicenter of all that is rich, Richburg. So you are exactly where you should be. You have a son. You said he's 28, is it? He's 27. 
he'll be 28 in December. He'll be 28 in December, a few months away. So generational wealth, how did you start planning for it as soon as he was born? Or is this something that you feel that even preceded you with your grandmother having been so financially savvy and instilling in you these ideas and these, you know, concepts for you to be successful and be a wealthy woman. How are you creating generational wealth that not only your son will be free, but his children and maybe his grandchildren? How do we even start? That's a good question. So, um, and that's what obviously my grandmother intended for me. Right. Yeah. Um, and my and my dad. So my grandmother, I, I like to clarify, my grandparents that raised me were my father's parents. Okay. And as many know, my father passed away in COVID of COVID in the very beginning. Um, I'm sorry. I'm thank sorry. you. So um, he didn't get the memo either, by the way. So that's why <laughs> he was very intentional with me. You know, he was he was a young man growing up in the in the 60s. So, you you know. Yes. You know, that what? Yeah. So yes. Free love, free everything else, and forget the cost. It's free. It's free, 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 free. Right. So uh, <laughs> I think I know she used to say to me. So when when I came on the scene, and she and she said, um, and you know, and she and she raised me, and and she had to change. I was, you know, her baby girl. That she was like, somebody gonna get these financial lessons. It's not your father. It's <laughs> Lucky you. So, so, so she, she started it. And, um, so to answer your question, yes, cut short, uh, when Adrian's born and again, I'm dating myself, but this is the time. And I, I learned these things from a being a, a banker and, and her philosophies is that when he was born, I got him a whole host of savings bonds. Do you remember the ah. doubling savings bonds? No, but. Oh my God. Am I? Yeah. So. I used to I should have. I was taken out of my paycheck. I think yeah. it was $25 per paycheck. I okay. used to, because you could buy, they were, um, you know, $50, $100, or $500. So I used to have a $25 automatic deduction from my paycheck. Okay. To go to, and then every time I got $50, he had a bunch of savings bonds. So I actually gave them to him. Well, I actually have a few left um, because I'm saving them for a rainy day. But I gave yes. them to him. Um, a few years ago, you know, after college and um, after he graduated college. Um, so my mindset, yes, to build generational wealth has, for my son, has always been there with the tools that I had at the time. Okay. Since in this space, you know, another, another thing that a lot of folks don't do for their children is they should have a life insurance policy for their children. Mm-hmm. It's very important. You never want to think that that, you know, you know, nowhere am I putting any of that in the, in the universe. Yeah. Part of the financial um, preparation that you should do. And now that I'm in this space, obviously there are other things um, that I've learned along the way that we have our experts and and our team um, around that advise that you, you know, can create living will trust. And, you know, there's real estate that's involved. So there's many ways to pass on generational wealth, plan for the estate tax that could be very significant to make sure that the children get what you need that, you know, you desire them to have when you're not here. Thank you. Very sage advice. My next question is just going to ask you for one word. 
to describe your feelings or your opinions on each of the following. So I'll say one thing and you just tell me the first word that comes to mind, you know, no filter. So in one word, describe your feelings or your opinions on the following. Stock market. Patience. Cash under the mattress. Old school. Commercial savings account. Necessary. Cryptocurrency. Is eh a word? <laughs> Make it a word. Yeah. But you will figure out how to spell that. You know, you know, 50-50. Yeah. Okay. Last one. MBA degree. MBA. Master's MBA. Master's in Business Administration, MBA degree. What's your one word? That, oh, I need one word. Because <laughs> um, I enrolled and then I withdrew. Um, <laughs> uh, MBA, uh, education, is, oh, important. That's the one word, important. Okay, okay. Now, shifting gears a little bit and continuing, though, to talk about what's important, how do you decompress? What's your wellness routine? I'm sure with your clients throughout the day, you're hearing about windfalls and possibilities and amazing things and positivity, but I'm sure sometimes, sometimes to time, as you mentioned, life happens. And sometimes, you know, you hear from your clients, uh, not so great things. So how do you not take in anything? And when you get home, how do you decompress and what's your wellness routine? It could be as simple as you take a breath or you light a candle or something more elaborate. What's yours? So I'm very intentional about my wellness routine since during post-COVID, mm-hmm. right? Um, my my um, work ethic and my value, all of those remain, to, remain the same. But I think, it, I know it has to do with um, losing my dad, mm-hmm. with being in my 50s, yeah. with being in the sector that I'm in. Yes. Um, that I have become, and I can, you know, I say this without, without regret or without anything. I have become very no nonsense, intentional about my boundaries. Ah, yes. Yes. So my wellness includes, you know, I'm making this up, but at, you know, seven o'clock or eight o'clock, I'm not having, you know, any conversations about anything with any clients on any day. And that's new because before I was always accessible. I'm not saying I'm not accessible, but I've kind of set into motion these boundaries and they are being respected. And that's that's my self-care. Um, I also, so it's basically taking time for myself. Um, it's prayer and meditation Mm -hmm. a million percent. I don't talk on the phone or look at any email before 10 AM every day. Got it. Because my mornings are for me and God. Mm Um, I also, um, you know, also and and fitness. Like I, you know, I needed to to get and share as some work to do. I have some work to do. So <laughs> I do too. I'm right there with you. <laughs> so post during COVID. <laughs> right, exactly. So um, you know, drinking my water, 
juicing, walking, um, again, meditating. And um, I should say taking vacation should probably be number one. Um, I've traveled every month since March, starting with Renee. Uh, until June. I'm kind of done now. Um, but, you know, I uh, vacation and uh, disconnecting is very important, right? Because then you're, I have something on my desk that I keep here that says renew, relax, and reset. Yep. Like so that. that, so that's my, my uh, you know, my wellness, wellness routine. So would you say that your guilty pleasure is vacation or travel? I mean, meaning if you, when you do spend some serious coin, you know, for fun, for relaxation, for well-being, whatever the case may be, is that guilty pleasure travel or is it jewelry, cars, fashion? Travel. Like if you had one guilty pleasure that you know, you're just like, <laughs> what would it be on? Travel. Okay. Travel. And specific, specifically, um, let's talk beauty a little bit. Okay. Um, if you were going to spend an arm and a leg or some serious <laughs> coin on one beauty product or service, just one, like everything else could fall apart, but this one thing is going to be tight. What would that be? <laughs> my hair. <laughs> I think <laughs> my okay. hair. Okay, well, we got the hair part. It looks fantastic. Thank right? you. Kudos, kudos to Amoy. Big up to Amoy. Big up um, to Amoy. She already has her instructions, God forbid, on when when I leave this earth, my hair. <laughs> she, I love it. It is what it, it is. It is what it is. Talk about skincare a little bit. What is your skincare routine? Do you have one? Yes, I do. Oh, it's funny. to me. I, we have a joke. Well, it was a joke, I guess, but, but um, I have this hashtag that says skin like silk. So <laughs> I like when, I, when I turned 50, yes. I celebrated my birthday in Palm Springs with friends and family. Yeah, and yeah. Went, we had a spa day. And when yes. I went to the spa, the um, and I got my facial, she she couldn't believe she kept telling me how great my skin was. And so she, so the, so she said, Oh my God, you have skin like silk. So of course I came out and been like, I have skin like silk. I have skin like silk. So we made it a hashtag and it's become like, you know, a meme in my close, you know, circle. But, um, I'm grateful for, I don't, I mean, I do have a routine. I use Dr. Rose. Um, and I, receive facials regularly. Um, and I, you know, I, I drink macker said now I'm drinking a lot of water more because I wasn't a water drink. I was a person that would only drink water in the summertime. That's not, I know oh. that's crazy, but I know <laughs> it sounds crazy, um, but I didn't, but now, you know, I drink at least a gallon of water a day, which yeah. I don't think is enough, but I had it, you know, I worked my way up to that. Yes, um, it does take time to work up to it. But it congratulations does. on a couple of things, having a beauty routine and then, you know, drinking a gallon of water a day. I always like to say, you know, hydration is the second rule of beauty. So you're on it, Michelle. I was going to say, well, what would be your your recommendations? But yes, yeah, so that's my um, 
that's my mini, you know, beauty routine. I like it. It's a, it doesn't sound mini at all. And it sounds as if you do leave, lead a fabulous life. So that brings us to our last question. I can't believe this is over for now. When your second book comes out, we'll have you back. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I put it, I put it out there in the universe. I was going to say you're putting it now. in the universe. That's twice now. So that's right. It's going to happen. happen. It's gonna, it will happen. So Ms. Michelle Richburg, what are your, this is the Fab Five question. So what are your top five recommendations for living a fabulous life? And I'll let you define fabulous, whether that's financially free, um, fabulous in general, beautiful, healthy, what are your top five recommendations for living a fabulous life? I'll write them down. The first one is, and it's probably, I don't know if it's an answer, but um, ever since I saw Oprah and she changed my life. Yes, ma'am. Literally, I quit my job six months later. Um, my number one is live your best life now. Yep. So that's, that is that could mean whatever it means for, for different individuals, whatever that means for you, but it's do like, get rid of the fear, get rid of the, you see, I'm on this podcast, right? <laughs> um, I love just it. live your best life now and do it now and not do it tomorrow. Perfect. Number, number two, two number two is, um, be kind, right. help people have fun smile. Yes. I like that. Number three. Number three is don't sweat the small stuff. Mm. Yes. Number four. Number four is, is find your freedom. Yes. We had to put that word in there. Had to. It's necessary. It's necessary. And I, and I do want to say, um, you know, and I, and I think I say this in a book or if not, I've said it somewhere about financial freedom, that money doesn't buy happiness, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it provides opportunity and the opportunity will provide you with freedom. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And the last one um, is gratitude. Actually, that should probably be number one, but you get it. (laughs) Yes, that's right. Have gratitude. Yes. I love it. Have gratitude or express gratitude. I like it. I've written them all down. Oh, my gosh. Michelle Richburg. This was fabulous. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, your expertise, your light, and everything that you are currently doing and have done and will continue to do to help us to be financially free. Dr. Shirley, thank you so much. I can't tell you, again, I'm grateful for the opportunity and for the conversation. I'm grateful uh, for your patience with my stories. Um, Love the stories. So part, two, part two coming. Part two coming. <laughs> I'm on it, Michelle. I keep bothering you about it. Part two is coming. Part two is coming. Okay. I claim it and I receive it. So I'm very appreciative and I thank you very much. This was wonderful. And I'm so glad that we got to connect. And I hope some of my little tidbits 
you know, spill out to the universe, to whoever needs to hear them. Absolutely. And they will be received with gratitude. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's Wherever Fab podcast episode with my guest, Michelle Richberg. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.